0: Hello and welcome to a very special edition of the movie podcast. My name is Daniel, and joining alongside me, tangled in my web once again is Shabazz. Hello, Shabazz. Hey, man. How you doing? What voice is this now? What? What what character is this? I'll be honest
1: with you. That voice came out totally by accident. I think it had like a bubble stuck in my throat. Okay, and I just went with it, and I it just it was like
0: I went into a different dimension. And channeled a different Shabazz. Do you ever think that maybe that is your natural voice, and the voice that you're pretending to put on now isn't oh. really who you are? You think that this is the voice that I'm pretending to put on? The that voice right there? This one right here, or the other one that I did before? The uh, so the one that it feels like this is your fake voice. This is my fake voice. And then the I voice is a better fake voice. This voice can be pretty annoying. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's true. <laughs> you're very very right about that. Shabazz, how are you doing today?
1: I'm I'm doing great, man. I'm having a great. Time with life. Uh, life is good. I
0: mean, and you're a married man now. I'm a married man now. You're caught in somebody's web. <laughs> uh, you know, Am I right? Black widow got
1: me. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> good thing she doesn't listen to the show. She probably couldn't handle it. No, definitely not. No, no. Uh, no. It's uh, it's good, man. We I went to this thing in Toronto today called Tufting oh wow we're doing a plug eh? oh we're doing a plug I Uh, didn't didn't say where where I went though okay never mind.
0: do you want me to to shout out the place (laughs) that's funny I I went skating today (laughs) oh you're plugging skating you're plugging skating now good job for big skating (laughs) big (laughs) Big tufting right now (laughs) (laughs) big tufting wins once again again.
1: but I went I went tufting which is like you make like your own rug and everything and I, I, I made our movie podcast logo
0: you did it's beautiful you know I thought Tufting is what actors had to do to like get into the Spider-Man costume I,
1: that, you know what Tufting is what I call you when people ask me like who's that guy over there I'm like that's Tufting
0: that,
1: <laughs> <laughs> like, that right yeah, that's
0: Tufting that's yeah. Tufting man that's yeah, Tufting
1: you gotta have the Toronto come out right?
0: it's true yeah you know we, we just spoke to Ziggy Marley <laughs> yeah so I think that's one of the words that he taught you in that it interview it
1: was it was Ziggy Marley that helped me but you know what's really cool when Tell I was me. at the location that I will not mention no for the sake of protecting people's identity. Right. Also pay us a few. You, you also wanna, pay us, but, yeah.
0: we, Ads on the show. No, ads I'm kidding. <laughs> but I, I went to Mayitri Ramakrishna, who is a friend of our show. She is a friend of the show. She was one of our, you know, early guests on the movie podcast yeah. back in early 2022 wow uh, we got to talk to her for turning red yeah which is funny because it's also back in theaters back right in now theaters this week yeah, yeah we're also plugging other things we are plugging a lot of things No, but it's but you but I'm like the the carpet that you made or the rug that you made yes. you didn't make a full, didn't make a full carpet. carpet no Uh, again I encourage you all to go follow us all on socials on yes. th- us personally everything you need to know is in the show notes below because it's so cool looking it is you know what
1: I it was my first time obviously
0: it's your first You're a a first-time
1: tufter? Yeah, I'm not a professional tufter or rug maker, but... We should go. We should definitely go. I think we'd have a great
0: time making rugs for days. I, uh, listen, I've watched hours upon videos of tufting on satisfying. TikTok. It's satisfying. I'm on tufting TikTok. Oh, you know, tufting talk. You're on TTT. I'm TTT. I'm there. Why wouldn't you go higher? That's true. You're right. Can you take me higher? Can you take me higher? Or I was singing, "Can you take me?" I wasn't sure what I was singing. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're having a great time today. We are. And let the good times roll because we have a special guests joining us we do the producer of madam web and not just a producer of madam web all right Lorenzo Di Bonaventura oh, Is yes, joining you, us today you, you
1: gave it that little bit of Spicy meatball
0: I gave it the extra spicy meatball Because Anthony's not here no. And I feel like Okay let me represent Anthony today I'm glad. And I wanted to go hard for the name you Don't did. ask me to say it again Because no. I won't be able to say it's it as one-time perfectly thing. It's a one time Italian card I displayed <laughs> the, he, the, And Anthony I burned my you. deck You used it for this day hey? I used it for this day Because I wanted to come correctly But when you look at the work of Lorenzo this is the man responsible for bringing harry potter to the screen Mm -hmm. he was the president of warner brothers production back in the 90s he got the rights for warner brothers to make harry potter he shepherded the matrix series the matrix film series to screen he's been part of like the entire transformer series um and so many more and then here we are now with madam webb we are expanding the world of spider-man and the sony Spider-Man Universe. Um so it was it was awesome to talk with him about, you know, bringing Madam webb to screen, mm-hmm. some of those decisions behind, you know, the characters introduced and the stories and a lot more. So we get really in depth in the movie here. So if you have not watched the movie yet or if you heard our review, um you're still safe to listen to this yeah. because we didn't spoil anything major. No, no. Uh but definitely uh I think this is a great part two conversation to our review. So our review for Madam Web is out right now. Go listen to it. Um, and of course continue on listening to our interview with lorenzo because True. why not we have why lots not? of madam web content for you this week and if you want to see all of the other incredible episodes including you know our super bowl recap <gasps> which is massive well i mean i cannot believe the trailers that we got I this year either we cannot believe it did you
1: could you believe that they showed the trailer for that movie i did not expect it to happen
0: but it did it did uh so make sure you go check out all of our episodes whether you're listening on podcast feeds or you're watching on youtube uh your support means the world to us follow like subscribe leave us five stars whatever you do also if you want to support the show if you have a couple bucks to toss our way every single month uh we have a patreon that is available now check out our show notes of course uh for all of that information it will help us keep the lights and the mics on and it lets us do this incredible incredible show now without further ado Let's get back to Madame Webb. It is in theaters now. So February 14th, it is out for the world to witness and to get caught in the web. Fall in love with Madame Webb. Fall in love with Madame Webb. That should have been the tagline. I want to say thank you to our friends at Sony Pictures Canada for making these interviews happen for us. We have lots more coming. But without further ado, please welcome, and I'm going to use my Italian <gasps> card one more time, oh. my backup one. <laughs> please welcome Lorenzo
2: di Bonaventura. To the movie podcast, Lorenzo, how are you? Really good, thank you. Thanks for spending some time today with me. Oh, are you
0: kidding? We're you know we're honored to have you. Honestly, uh, we were actually going to speak with you last year for Rise of the Beasts, and I know I know timing got a little shifted around last year, but we were so we jumped at the chance when we got to talk to you again because you've been part of so many incredible franchises throughout your career some of our favorite movies of all time you've been responsible for bringing them to the screen so uh we're just grateful that you're able to share your time with us we it
1: amazing you know we, we wanted to sort of start off by talking obviously about madam webb and it's a that not many people may know about so what excited you most about introducing cassandra
2: webb to the world Well, I I really had admired, interestingly, SJ's work. And um, so I was really excited to work with her. And and funny enough, everything I sent to her, she passed on. (laughs) (laughs) So to finally work with her on something. And then also the challenge of Madam Webb is is that you don't know much about her from the comic books. And that's both an opportunity and a challenge. Um, And I loved the idea of we're going to deal with her while she has sight um and how did she get to where she is and what it would be like to have some kind of power like that so what was really attractive to me was watching a character struggle with a growing understanding that something really extraordinary is happening to her at first you know she thinks she's crazy um right and it's and I think what's very relatable about that is if that happened to me, you'd start going, boy, I am losing it. You know what the hell's going on. So, the character, the ability to, to have such an evolution for a character was really attractive.
0: I think when you when you look at all of the 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 Spider-Man films, this world of Spider-Man films that we've gone, some of our favorite moments are always a character learning how to figure out to deal with these new powers and how it's affecting them on the personal side and how it's, you know, just figuring out how to use the story. Right. Yeah. And I think that's, what's so fun to see, you know, Cassandra go on this journey in this film, especially is her figuring that out, how these work, what is, exactly is even happening in this world um and that leads you know us to wanted to ask about dakota johnson who is you know she is so iconic in this film uh what was it about her that you're like you know she's the one that's gonna you know shepherd in
2: uh cassandra to the world well I, dakota has a vulnerability and you know she also has a a feminine quality that is really attractive there's something nurturing about her i would say there's some there's something you feel is very warm and what was great about having her is it was so important to get underneath the skin of the if you would the hero (laughs) Um, and you know and feel like and and what you know what i think i hope audiences really appreciate and enjoy is this idea of a, a person who's so emotionally scarred as she was by the death of her mother who has to be vulnerable enough she's vu- made vulnerable with that but she's hardened herself to having an emotional relationships right and now she's thrust into this situation where two things are happening to her at the same time one is she's having to contend with what the hell is going on in my brain and the other is there's these three younger women who i don't want the responsibility <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like that's not who i am i don't want attachment attachment is a um you know, is something to be feared on a certain level, on a deeper level. So, having Dakota, who has that vulnerability and that and that motherly feeling, I think, um, f- sort of uh, finally embrace her own her own self is what's exciting in the movie that she finally takes on that. Definitely.
1: I love that you talk about this vulnerability that she has to have and the fact that she's dealing with you know these three other girls that are kind of like thrust into her life uh these are some amazing characters that you know we're you're really feeding us with this movie by giving us so many different spider characters and the best part about the spider verse is that it kind of opens up this door to all these infinite possibilities so you know very curious here where do you think we're going to kind of see cassandra pop up again down the road
2: <laughs> well, we're not in control of that or the audience to a certain degree is so hopefully they'll embrace this movie enough to to get to us to another movie. What's great is I I, I could tell you we're going to explore what it's now what it's like to be blind. Um, what is that like to be the character that you can read about in the comic books you know and and for us, we sort of detached ourselves from the idea of universe. You know, we went at this idea of, like, this is a movie about Madam Web. And therefore, whatever has happened in the different versions of Spider-Man and all the different pieces of the Marvel world, we did not want to contend with that. We wanted just it to be her story, and we felt that by starting when she can see and then going to where her sight is now a power not a uh, not a literalness there's going to be a challenge in how do you explore a character like that and and given that she's now i don't think she really has mastered her skills at the end of this movie but she's got a good sense of it so you also have the ability to her to get better at what she does so you know, I can tell you if we get lucky enough to make another movie, we're going to be exploring that feeling of that character as they're going through that.
0: Yeah, and 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 we appreciate that because I think you know for us, Madam M was always a character, no matter what was the comic books or in the animated series or in a game, she'd be so mysterious. And I think what Dakota brings and what the approach that you guys came with this film was bringing a lot more of a human touch and a human connection to her story. And I think that's what shines in this film is is. The, the, making them feel like real characters
2: yeah well that was super important to us we felt like that is a way to differentiate the movie from some of the other uh i'll say comic book movies or i'll say superhero movies whether they be dc or marvel um and try to keep it in that in that thing about well this is about a person and what do they go through uh, and i Definitely. think rounded is the more you can relate to the journey you could admire Superman, but it's hard to be grounded with that. You know what I mean? And it's and it's um it, it was it was really exciting to not have the burden of trying to live up to that kind of movie.
0: Right. Yeah, you you guys really did make it your own with this. And I'm curious for you, you know, you've worked on so many incredible films throughout your entire career. What has kept you so excited about working in the film industry over the last, you know, few decades of you being a part of it?
2: I had the advantage of doing a few things before I came. I didn't come to Hollywood till I was 30. And I had the advantage of not liking anything I did for a decade. (laughs) (laughs) That's the secret. Honestly. And so when I found something I really liked, I I really jumped in. What's kept me going is the fact that you get better over time, hopefully. Um, You get to understand character in a different way. You get to approach development in a different way. And the best thing about Making a movie is, it's never like the one before. So it's constantly a different situation. You know, there's always some catastrophe you're dealing with. It's always different. Or it's some crazy thing, you know, you mentioned beasts, you know, shooting Peru during COVID. Okay, let's go. <laughs> um, you know, so it, it it's that kind of challenge. And, and um, you know, in this case, the challenge of telling a story of four women finding their Power, You know, and obviously uh, Dakota's character goes further than the others, but we're hinting at where we're going. Right. Uh, Was a different kind of thing for me to do. So I love it. And I hope I can keep finding the challenge of it.
0: That's fantastic.
1: That's amazing. And you know, you've been a part of so many amazing franchises. You've really shepherded in a lot of great movies throughout your entire career, just, you know, Googling you and it's like a wealth of knowledge. (laughs) You're, you're coming back to Sony, correct us if I'm wrong from since 2010. What, what, what is it about Madam web and about Sony that made you say, yeah, I want to, I want to come back to this.
2: Well, I don't, it's not really about Sony in that way. It's really about changing, chasing that story, you know, um, uh, you know it's it's interesting that when you think about salt you think about this we're talking about female heroes if you would you know yeah and yeah one of the things that i learned on salt which then this just goes back to you the thing we were saying is you constantly get to learn on salt what i learned was that a hero has nothing to do with gender nothing so what is a hero a hero is some is what you hope that character will do in the situation of duress so, it was really interesting now to take on a different kind of, I'll say, female hero, but a different kind of hero, really, That's how I approached it, you know. Um, SJ looked at it differently than I did, and that gave a healthy kind of debate about how do you position accepting, you know, because I think what's very interesting about female heroes is often men will dismiss them because we are muscle oriented you know it's like well how are they not strong enough to do that you know and often women can't find it relatable because i'm not that physical person it's a really interesting problem it it has and i think when you see a female superhero movie or hero movie that doesn't work it's because they're trying to be female as opposed to who's the character. And play to that character's strengths, and then men and women are going to see it the same way. So uh, I guess in a way I was drawn back to the Sony world from Adam Webb because I saw it as, again, another different kind of challenge to present a dynamic, vulnerable, um, and extraordinary character. Yeah. And
0: then, you know, I really hope that we get to see um, uh, Dakota and these characters return, because I think there is such a uh, a web of possibilities that you could really lot go of stories down to tell, right? There's a lot of stories you could tell. Um, speaking of stories to tell, though, like, if, if you don't mind us asking, like, uh, Rise of the Beast last year, you introduced a really great ending to that film. Mm. Where are we, if, if, if we have any updates on where this series may be going with. You
2: know, the honest truth is we don't know yet. We're, we're really debating the, like, how do you do that? We're going to deliver on that, but how do we deliver on that? So, um, I wish I could tell you more, but I, I don't even know more myself. (laughs) No, it's all good. We're just, uh, we're talking, we're we're talking to writers right now and, and trying to find that thing where we all go, yeah, that's it. Fantastic. That's that's and exciting. That's the thing about a project like Madame Webb is is for me what gets me excited is when I go, yeah, that thing. You know, definitely. I, I may not know it, but when I see it, I know it. And from, from my perspective. And and so this is a movie that, you know, I'm really hoping we have success because it is different in terms of how we're trying to present this genre. And uh I hope the audience is entertained by it and embraces it enough to get to that second story right
0: for sure lorenzo we're we're so grateful for your time today thank you so much for sharing it with us we cannot wait to see what you get to work on next and we hope we get to talk to you again
2: well you since you guys are clearly transformers fans wait do you see the animated movie we're making
0: oh my oh, gosh I we wait. we are stoked for that we are wow. so excited for that wow that's all i can <laughs> say <laughs> Okay. Oh, We're, we can't wait. Thank you so much. Thank you, Lorenzo. Bye-bye.